Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P, Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! with Professor Alonzo Sturgeon still missing, Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson are more puzzled than ever as to the identity of his strange visitors who are apparently his captors. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, do you know what's a gold mine of good eating? A dish of sunny, golden, toasted Kellogg's Pep. Yes, sir. Breakfast sure does glitter and sparkle when Pep heads the menu. Tickles your appetite like anything. You see, Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. Every tender whole wheat flake is sunny and golden to look at, good as gold to taste. And crisp, practically melts in your mouth. Just try it for yourself tomorrow morning. Take one look at that bowl of Kellogg's Pep and see if your appetite doesn't wake up smiling. Take one spoonful of those delicate, crunchy flakes and get a load of that sparkling sunshine flavor and see if it isn't a slick treat. Take another taste. And see if Kellogg's Pep doesn't make you want to keep right on until you've polished your bowl clean as a whistle. And remember, that's one way to keep from wasting cereal. Another way is to handle the package carefully if you pour your own Pep. Keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers because the cereal grains are being sent to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. Tip off the rest of your family, too. Get Hep to Pep, gang. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Horatio Horn, part-time telegrapher, amateur detective, and rural correspondent for the Daily Planet, decoded a telegram which read, Airship, Big Fish, Atom, he leaped to the conclusion that Professor Alonzo Sturgeon, world-famous atom bomb scientist, was in danger. Horn hurried to Metropolis, where he, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane discovered that Professor Sturgeon had been abducted. While Kent, a superman, speaks to the mountains to investigate a deserted lodge to which the telegram had been addressed, Police Inspector Henderson uncovered a medal on Sturgeon's lawn. It was engraved with the name of the International Scientific Society, which Sturgeon's butler identified as the name used by the abductors. At once, Henderson attempted to trace the society. But as we continue now, he has just received a startling telephone call. Replacing the receiver, he turns to Clark Kent. No International Scientific Society. What? You heard me. There's no organization of that name anywhere in the world. Uh-oh. Sturgeon's abductors used a phony society name to try to lure the professor away quietly. When he didn't fall for it, they took him by force. Right. And that leads us up a blind alley. Mm. We haven't a single clue to those fellows now. Well, except that one of them was called Carlos, and he and the other spoke with a foreign accent. Yeah, a lot of help that is. Yeah, I'm afraid... What? 
I'm afraid Professor Sturgeon was abducted by agents of a foreign power to get the secret of the atom bomb. Now, wait a minute. Wait, don't go off half-cut. Look, we've got to find Professor Sturgeon, Inspector, and fast. We're doing everything we can to find him, Kent. I've got every available man working on the case. Also, the FBI and the Army G2 are in on it. But I haven't a single lead. Oh, yes, we have. Name it. That lodge in the Blue Mountains where the big fish telegram was sent. Yeah, but the gang skipped out without leaving a trace. Except that phony forwarding address on Walnut Street. <laughs> it turned out to be a vacant lot. What about the owner of the lodge? Well, what about him? The caretaker told me the occupants of the lodge had rented it. They could only have rented it from the owner or his agent. If we find out who that now is... Now you're using your head, Kent. Come on. We'll shoot over to the county record office and get the name of the lodge owner. Corporate records, Inspector. Now, let's see. Madden, Madison Farms, Manchester Hunt Club. There we are, Maple Lodge. Who's the owner? We'll be right here. Yeah, owner's Richard C. Garrett of Metropolis. What address in Metropolis? Uh, Garrett and Bailey Investment Company, 120 Grove Street. 120 Grove Street? Yeah. Much obliged. Come on, Kent. We'll get right over there. Garrett isn't here, Inspector. I'm Mr. Bailey, his business partner. Is there anything I can do for you? Uh, do you know about that lodge of his in the Blue Mountains? Maple Lodge? Yeah. Uh, yes, I've been there often for the fishing. What about it? Do you happen to know to whom he rented it? Why, no, I don't, Mr. Kent. Mr. Garrett took care of that himself. Then we'll have to see Garrett. I'm afraid that won't be possible for some time, Inspector. Why not? He left for Shanghai last week. Shanghai? Shanghai, China. Yes, we have some investments there. Now that the war is over, Mr. Garrett went out to see about them. Well, where is Mr. Garrett staying in Shanghai, Mr. Bailey? At the Occidental Hotel. Thank you. I'll see you later, Inspector. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where are you going, Kent? Places. Be seeing you. Hurrying out of the office, Clark Kent steps into a stair hall, swiftly strips off his business suit, and stands revealed in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. He raises the window. Out! Leaping high into the twilight sky, the Man of Steel swerves and rockets off into the west. Like a flashing meteor, he streaks across the country and heads out over the vast Pacific Ocean, bound for Shanghai, China. It is daylight when he lands there, but back in Metropolis, night has fallen. As Lois Lane and Horatio Horn stand before a board fence on deserted Walnut Street in the warehouse district. Warehouse to the left is number 94, Miss Lane, so uh, this empty lot is where number 96 would be. Well, there goes that little dream. I thought Clark might be holding out on me, hoping to scoop the story for himself. You're very suspicious, Miss Lane. No, just careful. Well, we've wasted this much time. We might as well waste a little more. Come on, Mr. Horn. Here's the gate. Now, wait. Wait, you're not going into the lot, are you? Why, certainly. This is the address the caretaker at Maple Lodge gave, Mr. Kent, isn't it? But it was a false address. It's uh, only an empty lot. Not quite empty. There seem to be a few trucks around. I want to have a look at them. Oh, why would you be interested in those old trucks? They look like junk to me. Oh, maybe they're not all junk. You seem to have forgotten that Professor Sturgeon was taken away in a truck. Aye, so he was. By Gulliver, I... What's the matter? I... I stumbled over a box and barked my shin. Oh. I think we can use some light. Unfortunately, empty lots are not equipped with electricity. Uh, I'm a detective, Miss Lane. 
I always carry a flashlight with me. Why, how wonderful. Yep, it's part of the kit I received when I enrolled in the famous correspondence school detective institute. Ah, uh, let's see, where is it? Here's my combination knife, my handcuffs. Oh, jumping grasshoppers, I forgot it. Some detective. Uh, not licked, though, by Gulliver. First rule of a detective, always be resourceful. There. Nothing wrong with my cigarette lighter is there, Miss Lane? Not a thing. Hold it up to this truck, will you? All right. Anyway, I didn't take Professor Sturgeon away in this one. It has no front wheels. Bring your lighter over to this one, will you, Mr. Horn? Ah, uh, no use, Miss Lane. I can see from here, hood's off, the engine's gone. This must be a junkyard. I guess so. This truck here has no engine either. Well, I guess we scored a great big goose egg in this inning, Mr. Uh, don't be discouraged, Miss Lane. First rule of a good detective it's is... never say die, I know. Exactly. It's always darkest before the dawn, you know. And every cloud has a silver lining. Exactly. Oh, stop it or I'll scream. What a day. Professor Sturgeon disappears. We fall into a mountain stream and almost get drowned. We make this long trip for nothing, and now you spout proverbs. I'm sorry, Miss Lane, but... All right, all right. Now let's get out of here. Yeah, this way. I'll hold the lighter up, but... I say, what's that? What? These tire tracks on the ground. See them? What about them? Junk trucks don't make tire tracks, you know. And these are fresh ones. See? The ground is still damp from the rain this afternoon. Now, well, let's see where these tracks go. They probably go right out of the lot through the gate. Oh, no. The tracks go right up to the warehouse here and disappear. Now, listen. Did it occur to you that the car might have backed up here, turned around but and just... But it didn't turn around. Look for yourself. The tracks go smack into the brick wall. Well, so they do. Gee, that's funny, isn't it? How could the wheels of the car get right up to the wall? The bumpers would stop it. Of course they would. There's only one answer. I'm listening. The car or truck went right through the wall. Mr. Horn, you get more brilliant by the minute. I suppose a crew of bricklayers were standing by to build a new wall as soon as the car smashed through. That hardly seems likely, does it? Hardly. And there's only one other answer. Well, I hope this one's better. What's that? Oh, uh, you'd only laugh at me, so I'll test my theory before explaining it to you. <clears throat> Trying to push the wall down, Mr. Horn? No, I... Look, Miss Lane. The wall is opening. Exactly. There's a trick panel. But, but why... I don't know why yet, but I'm going to find out why, Gulliver. This may be the answer to Professor Sturgeon's disappearance. Now, wait a minute. The caretaker must have meant 94 Walnut Street. That's this warehouse. I'm going in. It's awfully dark in there. You needn't be afraid with me by your side. I feel safer with a couple of brawny policemen. Maybe we'd better call headquarters. I'm not going to waste any time. Unless we find Professor Sturgeon at once, the whole world may be endangered. You can wait out here if you like. Oh, no. If you're not afraid, neither am I. Lead on, Macduff. Horatio F. Horn is the name. Come on, Miss Lane. But be as quiet as you can. Drawing a deep breath. Lois Lane steps into the pitch-black warehouse behind Horatio F. Horn, the amateur detective. What will they discover? We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, get a load of this. Here's the lowdown on a brand-new pep dish of the week, a breakfast combination that's loaded with what it takes to make your appetite wake up in a hurry. You ready? Here goes. This week's new pep dish of the week is a cantaloupe pinwheel. Features Kellogg's Pep the Sunshine cereal with sweet, ripe cantaloupe. And here's how to make your cantaloupe pinwheel. Start off with your regular serving of pep. Then uh, take your spoon and scoop the cantaloupe out in strips. Arrange them on top of your pep like, uh, you know, like the spokes of a wheel. 
add milk and sugar, and that's it, a cantaloupe pinwheel. And if you don't think Kellogg's Pep can do things for a cantaloupe, you just try it. Why, Pep's fine sunshine flavor fairly sparkles on your tongue. Pep's tender crispness practically melts in your mouth. Pep is so terrific, your spoon keeps going right back until you've scooped up the very last golden flake in your bowl, which is a particularly good idea nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. Nobody wants to waste cereal. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully. And always make sure to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Finding a sliding panel in an outside wall, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn stepped into a dark warehouse. The flickering flame of Horn's cigarette lighter faintly illuminated stacks of crates and boxes. They were moving gingerly among them when... Dragon! What's the matter? What happened to your lighter? Ah, uh, fluid's all gone, I guess. Well, now what are we going to do? This place is pitch dark. Let me give you a light, lady. Uh, who said that? Three men with guns. Yeah, loaded guns. And don't move or they'll go off. Frozen in their tracks, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn stare at three men who point menacing guns in their direction. What trap have the girl reporter and the amateur detective stepped into? While Superman, unaware of their danger, is in far-off China. Is this the hideout of the mysterious men who abducted Professor Sturgeon? Who are they? And what will happen to Lois and Horatio Horn? Tomorrow's episode is packed with thrills and excitement, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, you never forget a famous name like Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg brightens up breakfast with Kellogg shredded wheat. Fifteen, fifteen crisp tender biscuits in every package. There's loads of natural nut-sweet flavor in toasty Kellogg shredded wheat. Loads of fine nutrition, too. It's whole wheat. And these plump, delicious biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. Try them soon. Ask Mom for Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.